Well, hello and welcome back, everybody. This is the Shenanigans Podcast, in case you forgot or didn't know, which in case, listen to our stuff, please, we beg of you. Anyway, uh, we've got uh, some topics and some headlines that have come out since we last spoke to you a few weeks ago. We're bringing back our top five. It's going to be a Halloween edition since we're in October. And it finally happened, everybody. Ryan has come back to the fold. I, I have. I, I got a PS4 and Brian's going to tell me everything I need. Yes. All that and more on the Shenanigans Podcast. Yes, yes, yes. We are back, everybody. Like we said at the top of the show, uh, headlines picked from the tree of news and nerdiness uh, since we last spoke to you a few weeks ago. There has been quite a bit that's happened. Yeah. Uh, yes. Couldn't believe it. Yes. Um, on a more personal level, you have now been officially married for a year. So congratulations, Thank you. everybody. Thank Congratulate you. Ryan. Thank you. Yay! Yay! I did it. It was also yeah. my birthday. So it was. He's and edging one year closer to uh, to death. <laughs> I'm already there. So. No, Brian, you're, you're, <laughs> you're, not, you're not dead yet. Yep, yep, we spent a, we had a journey down to Tennessee for the weekend, had a, had a nice little weekend, and we're back. But I was thinking about you the entire time. Hopefully not the entire time, because <laughs> that's just a little weird. Is it? I mean, I love you and everything, but uh, I don't want to kill the moment. <laughs> I guess that's true. I guess you're right. I so let's get into it, man. Yeah. We, we've got some stuff to talk about. Yes. So we finally got a really good look at uh, Tom Holland's new suit in Spider-Man Far From Home. They're going with a bit of a uh, a stealth kind of suit look. It's got, instead of the, the classic red and blue, we're going red and black. So I'm down with that. I'm it down looks, with that, too. It looks pretty sick. Uh, there have been a lot of pictures and videos coming out from the shoot in New York. Uh, they've been filming this week. Um so I am totally stoked to see that when it comes out. And uh, to kind of tie into that, it was also officially announced that Avengers 4 has wrapped. So All right. hopefully within the next few weeks-ish, months. Honestly, probably when, when Captain Marvel comes out, we're going to get the trailer for A4. But I want it now. I, th- I, saw, uh, I saw something that Chris, Chris Evans tweeted like, thanks for the last eight years or whatever. Yeah, yeah. He's finally done. Yeah. I mean, we all knew this was his last movie anyway, because his contract was up after this one. And he, it's a fitting end for the character. I mean, we've got two potential Cap replacements, so we could either go with, you know, Captain Falcon or Bucky Cap. So One of those. Yeah, one of those two will probably take up the mantle. Or they may just, you know, let Cap stay dead. You know, let his let no one let no one else pick up the shield. Yeah. So we'll say. Switching over to some DC news, um, the Flash solo film has been. Uh, D- DC's just they can't win. They they can't win for losing. They can't. Uh, they really can't. They just announced that they're pushing production of the Flash solo film back to late 2019, and the movie may not release until 2021. So. Oh, DC. We're going to have to wait a bit longer. Oh, well. But they did release like a five-minute clip teaser compilation of Aquaman. And it looked amazing. It looks so good. I was like, so excited. I, I, just, I hope it's as good as it looks. I, I have faith that it is because James Wan, I think, is going to do the character justice. 
I felt before Wonder Woman, like, because we were this close, when we were the same level of closeness to Wonder Woman, yeah. I felt really optimistic about Wonder yeah. Woman. Yeah. And I feel the same way about Aquaman that I feel about Wonder Woman. Yeah. So I think we're in for a good movie. Um, I just wish we would get the Batman debacle underway so yeah. DC could have his main yeah. hero yeah. as well. Like now again th- there's there's stuff flying out about how both Batman and Superman are are you know in talks to to be replaced like DC's like we may just remove them from the slate and focus on the heroes that we have but just like figure your shit out please. I'm tired of this back and forth. Just figure it out. Another sad news. <laughs> the c- co-founder of Microsoft who's also the owner of the Seahawks and the Trailblazers, Paul Allen he died at 65, which is, is sad. I read something that he was worth like 22 point something billion dollars. Jeez. That's a lot of money. You can't take it with you, though. No, you can't. All that money couldn't. He, had, uh, he unfortunately passed away from uh, non-Hodgkin's lymphoma. Yeah. Uh, so just screw cancer. Yep. Screw cancer all, all together. Screw it right in the face. Uh, but you know, Bill Gates was reportedly said that he was heartbroken. Of course, I mean, yeah, they built that whole company together. So, and he was only—I think he was only like sixty-five. Yeah, he yeah, was only yeah, sixty-five yeah. years old. So he wasn't that old. Sixty-five is, is still a young man in Every, today's world. Everybody still remembers how lit the Windows ninety-eight launch was. <laughs> they do. <laughs> they do. Uh, so uh, that is sad. So we, w- we wish his family all the best. Yeah, our thoughts. Condolences. Our thoughts are with the family, yes. and we hope that all of his affairs are in order. And uh, it, it'll be it'll be interesting to see what happens with his, uh, you know, because I'm a huge NBA fan, uh, not so much of an NFL fan, but huge into NBA. But it'll be interesting to see what happens with his ownership. Will it yeah. go to his family, his estate, or is, will his estate sell it to somebody else? Or it'll be weird. It'll be interesting to yeah. see. Yeah, we'll have to keep our eyes on that. Um, John Favreau has officially announced his new Star Wars show, The Mandalorian, which I am so excited for. Give me all the Boba Fett, all of it. You think it's going to be that good? I mean, it's John Favreau, and everything he touches is, is usually very, very true, good. I mean, true. Iron Man, Iron Man 2, Jungle Book, everything that I've seen from him is very, very good. Uh, it, it It's going to be one of the few things that makes me subscribe to Disney streaming service because that's where all of Marvel stuff is going. That's where, you know, all the Star Wars stuff is going. So I'll have to add that to the list of streaming things I subscribe to. We all know you just want to watch Hannah Montana, Brian, and you want to watch it over and over and over again. And then when you're done with Hannah Montana, you want to go back to even Stevens. Don't, don't even play. Don't tell them my secrets. I will admit though, that, that, uh, Christy Carlson Romano, she yes. can, she can get it. Oh yeah, absolutely. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Let's see what else we got here. Oh, James Gunn, everybody's favorite s- Guardians of the Galaxy director. This is one of the best piss-off moves of <laughs> yeah. the, of, of the yeah. movie century. James Gunn is going to write the script for Suicide Squad. That's amazing. Yeah, Suicide Squad 2, <laughs> which means that that movie might actually be good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. as opposed to the shit yeah. that we got with yeah. the first one. Which, it's funny to me that... Joss Whedon and now James Gunn have both jumped off the Marvel ship and onto the DC ship. Hopefully they can write the ship as, as it were. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. And then in more DC, it's a very DC-centric uh, headline uh, this week. Oh, Ruby, man. R- Ruby Rose. Oh, she's amazing. Now, let's talk about someone who could get it. 
Ruby Rose could get it. And she could wear the Batwoman uniform, too. <laughs> yeah. The Batwoman suit. She might go for your wife, though. She might. She might. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, so we got our first look at uh, her in that in the Batwoman suit, which it looks so good. It looks really good. It looks like they kept it close to the comic books, yeah. which I'm really excited for. Which they've also released a lot of, uh, like, production images from the crossover event, um, which is called Elseworlds. Mm-hmm. And... They've released a couple things where, like, everybody's wearing, like, black leather and, like, leather jackets and look like... It, it's basically... It looks like it's, like, a biker planet. So that's going to be interesting. Um, maybe, a, hopefully, a real gritty, like, Gotham type of uh, environment. And apparently, The Flash and Arrow, so Stephen Amell and um, whatever his name is. I can't remember his name now. Barry West? Wally West? Well, Barry Allen, whoever the guy oh, yeah. is that plays him. Um, Grant, whatever. Anyway, they're gonna like switch identities. So like the character, the guy that plays Barry Allen is gonna be playing Oliver Queen, and the guy that plays Oliver Queen is gonna be playing Barry Allen. That's crazy. It's gonna be real, real interesting. I'm looking forward to that. Uh, but that doesn't come out until December, so we have a, lot, a little bit, a little bit to wait for that. And then the show you're just starting to get into, Gotham. Gotham. Yeah, Gotham. It's a great show. So uh, season five is their last season, unfortunately. However. The finale is rumored to uh, take place a bit in the future, and we're going to get a look at Batman in his final form. It's going to be great. And I also read that uh, Penguin is actually going to be uh, yes. he's going to be fat. Yes. And I read as well that they're kind of modeling the suit after the Dark Knight suit. Ah, super so, excited for so that. So, yeah, going to get that, that separated armor plating. It's going to be real, real nice. Yeah, what they did with the Joker in Gotham is... Fantastic. Yeah, yeah. Um, apparently, they were thinking about turning the Barbara Keen character into some kind of Harley Quinn, but apparently she's going to be Magpie, which which is pretty oh, cool. That is pretty so, cool. So we'll see what they do with that. You want to switch it up to some, to some music news real yeah, quick? Yeah, just uh, Megadeth. Uh, Dave Mustaine went on an interview on Loudwire, and uh, he mentioned that Megadeth is nearing a finished album. Uh, which is hella exciting. Oh yeah. Um, and I also read uh, we I didn't we didn't discuss this off air, but uh, Slipknot is scheduled to come back. New music in 2019. New, new masks. New music. New masks. Uh, and a new tour. And um, also read that As I Lay Dying has been in close communication with Slipknot for a tour. So they might be touring together when uh, when their new album comes out. And when they come through Baltimore, we are going to go. We are going to go. Even if they go to Virginia or PA, we're, yeah. we're going. Yeah. I got to see Slipknot. Yes, I, I do too. There was something that was posted on Facebook yesterday. I saw it was like, build the perfect concert for 100 bucks, and it's impossible. It's, entire, <laughs> it's, it's impossible to build that concert because you got bands like Metallica, you know, Anthrax, Megadeth, Slayer, Slipknot, Avenged, Disturbed. I dare say, I mean, we saw Metallica a couple of years ago when they came around, but uh, the year before that, uh, the wife and I went and saw Slipknot down in Virginia, and I dare say that was the best, that was the better of the shows. That was one of my, that's probably, I've been to a lot of shows, and yeah. that was my favorite of all time. Really? All right. The Slipknot show, they, they, A, they know how to put on a, a crazy concert. B, it was a tour in support of Point Five, The Great Chapter, which is probably in my top five of albums of all time. I just, I have such great love for that album. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Um, and I was also reading, Corey Taylor did a interview, and he said that their new stuff is heavy on par with Iowa, with how heavy Iowa was. 
Alrighty. And he wow. also said yeah. the, the lyrics, he said he was dealing with some personal things, and he said that he's opened up more on this album than probably any album that he's opened he's opened up on. So we're, we're in line to get some real deep stuff and some real heavy stuff. That's exciting. That's that's very very exciting. Uh, I love it. I I can't. My love for Slipknot knows no bounds. And people will always say, "Oh, they sold out," or "They're too big." I don't. I don't care. They're. Wh- wait, what? No. First of all, no. Like, h- how how have they sold out? And h- how? I I think people don't want them to. I I love when people say a band sold out because if you're in the music business. Why and you want this to be your career? Why would you not want to make money off of uh, doing what you love? You yeah. know what I mean. Not many successful bands still stay in like the grassroots and can yeah. continue yeah. to make music. Yeah. So, not only that, but like as a band, you do have to evolve, and that's I think that a lot of that is where Stone Sour comes into play because Stone Sour can kind of be a bit of an evolution for yeah. Corey Taylor and a bit more uh, of. I don't know how to exactly specify it, but it's just, it's a different way for him to express himself than the, the, the screaming, the loudness, yeah. the, 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 the crazy, you know, antics, but even bands like Avenged, like you listen to, you know, sounding the seventh trumpet or you know, waking the fallen. Like those albums are distinctly different from an album like the stage. Yeah. Cause or, they decided metalcore wasn't going to be what they wanted to be. Yeah. So Yeah. Um, I actually was reading an article kind of to tie all of this evolution and maturing together. David Draymond has officially and forever removed the, the chin jewelry. Oh, the ch- he, has he? Yes. He was quoted as saying he uh, he felt like a, like a 55-year-old Hot Topic kid or 45-year-old or <laughs> Hot Topic kid. And it's just like it just wasn't a good look anymore. I'm like, I get that. Like, at some point, you just got to say, you know what? This was you know, this was a... a something i did and it worked for a while but not anymore yeah. i mean he's got a kid he's got a family their new album it, it's it's very like they have a, a new song out um um i forget the name it just popped out of my head but um it's it's are you ready are, are you ready and uh there's another one out it's, it's called a reason to fight okay and it starts off just david and acoustic guitar kind of in in the vein of like a sound of silence cover and it plays through the first verse and then halfway through the sec- the chorus it just it kicks in and it's this very like it's an, a super empowering like classic disturbed type riff okay it's it's a great song i'm so i'm excited for the next album when it comes out i've already got it pre-downloaded on apple music i just yeah. got to wait for it to come out uh what else we got oh so Last time we spoke to you, uh, they had uh, we we gave kind of our predictions who we'd like to see in these roles, and a couple of days later they actually announced the supporting cast for the most part of or at least for some of the major players for the Witcher series on Netflix. Yeah, so we got um, some of the choices scratch my head, but I'm trying to be optimistic. I don't know who half of these people are, honestly. Uh, well, so so Anya Chalatro, she was on she was on the movie Wanderlust. I think it was like 2015. Um, she's not, when you think of Yennefer, she's not like a traditional Yennefer that you would think about, you know, I'm excited to see what they're going to do with it. She looks young. She looks young. Uh, and you know, Yennefer in the book and Yennefer in the video games are, they're, they're a bit older. I mean, they're not like super old, Yeah, yeah. but they're adult level, but she looks more like a, 
a teenager. So it'd be weird to see how she pairs up with Henry Cavill. And then uh, we have our Siri as well, which I think this was a good choice. Freya Allen. She was a little girl in The War of the Worlds uh, a couple years back with uh, Tom Cruise. Oh, okay. Um, All right. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So that's a good choice. Uh, she's young enough to play the role. I was wondering how old they were gonna, how old they were gonna choose for Siri. Yeah. Like where were they gonna start? Because obviously in the games, you know, the, with The Witcher Three, it starts off she was a she was a child. Yeah. And then as you move on, she's a teenager. So we got our answer. She's she's a good Siri, I think. She's got the face that I picture when I when I think of a Siri. Yeah, I'm I'm confused about the the Jennifer choice though, but I love The Witcher so much. I was confused about Henry Cavill. So yeah, and then that piece of con- and then that, that like Photoshop picture came out, and everybody was like, "Okay, I we s- get it. We I get it, it now. Yeah, we I get it now. it now." So um, I'm gonna try not to crap all over it because yeah. Netflix seems to know what they're doing. I wonder when that's supposed to come out. Uh, 2019. Okay. Uh, but I read that the showrunner is went on point saying that she's going to keep in with the lore that the video games and the books have set for us. So all right. Sh- with the races, the lore, video games, I mean, all that stuff, she's going to stay pretty concrete. So if that's the truth, I mean, we're going to be in for a good miniseries. We need an entire episode dedicated to Gwent. We do. <laughs> <laughs> we do. Uh <laughs> A game frustrates the living <laughs> hell out of me. I still don't know how to win. Like I've I've tried every Gwent game on. The, I mean I'm a, I've dropped hours and hours into The Witcher Three at this point, and I think I've never won a game of Gwent on The Witcher Three. Wow. I never never once. <laughs> like I just avoid the Gwent quest <laughs> as much as I can. But I love The Witcher. Yeah. I, I love 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 The Witcher. So. I am I am excited. Color me excite. So we got some. Speaking of Netflix, we've got some. Some weird news coming out of Netflix. Yeah, uh, this uh, I I don't understand why they did this, but uh, I mean they have to have their reasoning, I guess. Um, they canceled Iron Fist. So after two seasons, after and two it was seasons, just getting good. Yeah, too. They, they did, like I, like I said on the last episode, it, it just started to hit its stride. I feel like you know there was a lot of really good things that they did with the show this season, and I guess they decided to part ways. Hopefully. I mean, Finn Jones on his Instagram said that you know the character's not going to die. Like he's, yeah. they're not they're not done with the character. So I hope and I feel like they're either going to roll it into a heroes for hire type of situation with Luke Cage. Um, possibly he'll show up with uh, Daughters of the Dragon yeah. if they do a show like that. But the tricky thing is is that a lot of these shows are in a weird spot because I mean, we're getting daredevil season three in like two days, which I'm very, very excited for. Oh yeah. Can't wait. Um, but next year, all of the properties are moving over to Disney. So onto their streaming site. So like, I don't like Netflix. I think they have contract to keep them on for like another year or two, but with Disney now having their own streaming service and I guess they're going to want to self produce the content for the Marvel universe maybe they bring it back over there. I don't know. I don't know. I don't, I don't think they're going to... I'm concerned. I, I don't think they're going to do it as justice as Netflix has been doing it. Yeah, yeah. And I'm concerned that The Punisher is leaving because The Punisher is probably my favorite of the, oh, of yeah. the Netflix oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. shows. Uh, yeah, but that was weird. I mean, 
you left the iron you left iron fist in such a good place yeah like that that last episode teasing this entire orson you know orson storyline like what are we supposed to do with that like we want to see this fleshed out somehow yeah we do like you can't just leave us hanging like that and say oh you know what we're just we're done we're not gonna we're not gonna you know we're, we're, we're gonna take these threads and just let them hang like no you can't do that and like i said may uh, who knows what what their ideas are what their plans are i just hope that this is not the last we've seen of danny rand because honestly i like the character like i really like finn jones in the as the character i oh, feel yeah. like he did a really good job granted like i said the first season had its you know it's it's missed points and it stumbles but the second season was was great like it was i have very little to complain about with the second season it was um, I, I, and the other the other point is like and the other point is netflix spent all this time kind of making their own marvel universe yeah on netflix and I feel like that work's going to get undone. Like I'm not, I don't trust Disney, you know, seeing what they've done to star Wars. We've covered how much yeah, we hate yeah, star yeah. Wars and Marvel is okay. So the movies are, the movies are good. Yeah. Right. But I don't know. I, I liked Marvel before Disney got its paws on it. You know, you know yeah, what I mean? Yeah. I, yeah. And I, I just have concerns, especially with star Wars where this, all these shows are going to go. Uh, you know, I just, not too optimistic, but you know, I, I could be, could yeah. be pleasantly surprised. Who knows? I hope what so. What do I know? Um, but yeah, like w- Daredevil season three, we got a we got a little uh, little new teaser for that, and we did. I mean, Wilson Fisk is back. We've got uh, Bullseye dressing up as the pun or as Daredevil. Um, it, it's it's gonna be it's gonna be a very 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 good season. I think I'm very very excited for it. And next time we talk to you, I will have most likely binged the entire thing and will give you a review on my thoughts. Um, speaking of things coming up, all of our fall premieres have been rolling out and happening. They have. So we've got shows like um, The Gifted and all the CW shows. So far, I'm liking The Gifted. It, it's 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 on it's on pace to, to get a new sh- to to hit a good stride this season. Um, I mean, the first season was fantastic. Yeah. I like I like what they're doing with the characters this season. Um, introducing um, the father's mutant ability, which looks really cool. Like I said, it's it's going to be a really really good season. I like we're only about three episode two episodes in. The third episode I think is tomorrow. Okay. Um, but last season all the titles like they capitalized the X and mm-hmm. the, and they were all like words with an X in it and they capitalized the X. This season all the titles have an M in it and they're capitalizing the M. So I I guess. If we get, what would that be? Five, four seasons. Yeah. Uh, five seasons. Five, four seasons. Four seasons. Four seasons. I can't X-Men, count. Brian. I can X-Men. math. Five if you include the dash. Brian. Yes. But if we get four seasons of the show, then they hopefully will spell out X Men, which would be really really cool and I don't know, fun. All the CW shows, so Supergirl, Arrow, Flash, Supernatural, all the ones that I watch at least. Supergirl. I mean, it's it's it, it's all right. I I I like the show. They're doing a little bit more of a, like a political theme this year, or this season. Like it, it's, you know, all about aliens' rights, and of course. there's there's anti-alien hate groups out there who are trying to you know terrorize and affect the community in a way. So 
We'll see what they do with that. Um, Didn't we get a teaser, teaser for Supergirl that their uh, Superman is gonna make some sort of appearance in Supergirl? Yes, yeah, so he he's been in, he's been in, in a couple episodes a few seasons back, but we're getting black suit Superman for that crossover episode. Yeah, and there's been all kinds of memes posted <laughs> because we were supposed to get black suit Superman in Dawn of Ju- or in uh, Justice League. Yeah, but that never happened. Nope. So everybody's like, if if Henry Cavill can't do it. I guess I have to, and it actually looks like a, it's a pretty cool looking suit. I'm I'm excited to see uh, how they how they kind of rope that in. Um, Arrow is off to a badass start, awesome, so awesome. he gets arrested last season, goes to jail, so that's where this season picks up, and it's it's going to be a real good season. I'm already I'm already uh, looking forward to it. And Felicity Smoke, I'm sorry, like she may be annoying as hell, but she's so. She really so, is. Dude. And this season, she's got like pink hair and piercings because she's in witness protection. Yeah, it's so hot. Uh, I, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I got. I got to compose okay. myself. It's okay. We're um, professionals. Yes. Um, we got Flash. A uh, couple episodes into that, I like the Flash. I like the show. Um, he's got a new suit this season. Oh. So it's a pretty cool looking suit. Um, his daughter from the future is now living among them. So far, she's kind of annoying, but uh, I guess hopefully that'll that may work itself out throughout the season. But it's a very interesting kind of story they're telling because the in her time the Flash is missing, so it's like she's getting this chance to spend time with her father, who you know they're kind of like the same age almost. Yeah. <laughs> but um, I, I guess we're gonna figure out what exactly happens in the future to Kurt to you know why the flash disappears and there's this new like bad big bad that they introduced at the end of the last episode who looks pretty interesting so we'll see what they do with that my favorite character in that sh- in that entire show is Cisco like if if they could just make a show with him I'd watch it just one Cisco yeah just just one Cisco Cisco and Harry like those two would just it'd be hilarious but nobody would want want to watch it cuz there's no superheroes no. well he's kind of a superhero Supernatural is is uh it's one of my favorite shows of all time. Like it's 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 all that's also off to a great start. Like we've got uh Archangel possessed Dean and he's he's going to be real real intense this season. I can already see it. Um I can't believe that show that show's been on for like this is the 14th season for that show. That's insane. 14. I can't believe it. Yeah. Like that's like what that's means it started in what 2005 yeah jeez like that just goes to show you how good that show is granted there are a couple seasons here and there that that weren't as great but for a show like that to have the kind of fandom and staying power that it has is a testament to the cast the writing and the, just the show itself like yeah and they don't oh, seem to have run out of ideas which is pretty cool no like e- like I said, there was a few seasons where they were kind of you're kind of like, really, okay, okay. I, I I I I guess you know, but in in the in the grand scheme of things, like there's a lot they can do, still. Yeah. And the Jensen Ackles and Jared Padalecki were both like, yeah, we'll do it as long as we can. Like, if they want to keep keep going, like, because they're pretty much they control the show almost. Yeah. Like they're both EPs on the show, so like when 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 they say okay we're done, then they're just done. But <laughs> Supernatural season thirty, 
I mean, we've got you know, South Park that's been running for like 20-something seasons. So as long as there's stuff to write about. They can as long as they don't show. go the way of The Simpsons. Yeah, yeah, you're right, you're right. Because right. I also think Family Guy's been running a little too long, also at this point. Yeah. See, the th- and the th- and the thing with South Park is that they're able to, to keep it going a lot longer because they've for a while they were doing a lot of like topical storytelling, right? But they've kind of moved into more of a like overarching s- seasonal story type of episode. The season when they did the internet trolls was genius. Yeah, that was yeah. was that last year, or the year before. I, I, think can, was, I can't remember. I think it was the year before. But that and the, the whole um, self-aware ad season yeah. with PC Principal, like, <laughs> that's one of my favorite seasons of all time. It was so good. Yeah. It was, and the, the, the Whole Foods story arc yeah. in that one as well. And <laughs> Randy like is to, Lord. Would you like to donate to starving children in Africa? <laughs> I'm sorry, I can't. I'm sorry, what? <laughs> this man doesn't want to donate. <laughs> that, that, oh, that, was the, that was the Safe Space episode. That was, yep. <laughs> It was the safe space. <laughs> oh. Cartman had Butters filter all of his tweets, so only the nice ones were shown. <laughs> and what's really sad is that's kind of the world we live. Like that's the world we live in. It really is. So, I mean, that's another reason South Park can go so long is because as long as there's a social issue, I mean, that's yeah. right up. That's right up South Park's wheelhouse. Yeah, yeah. And they don't hold back to anybody. They just nope. They just let go on everyone. It's like I mean, the first episode of this season, like, and the cool thing about South Park, I know we're kind of diving a little off topic here but the cool thing about south park is how self-aware they are like their entire ad campaign for this season is cancel south park <laughs> their first episode dealt with school shootings and while it is very it is a very sad topic and you know it's not one to be taken lightly the way they handled it was fantastic mm-hmm. because it's become so commonplace that at dinner you know Stan's mom is, you know, saying to Stan, hey, do you want to tell your dad what happened at school today? He's like, oh, I failed a math test. And somebody shot up the school. <laughs> Randy's like, did you get shot? And Stan's like, no. He's like, so what if, what's this about failing a math test? <laughs> like, it's it's a very eye-opening critique on social, like, on social commentary. Like, they've become so commonplace that it is just one of those things where it's, it's dinner like, conversation yeah, nowadays. Yeah. So, but getting back onto the topic at hand, um, Let's put this train back on the tracks. When are you going to get into this show, Ryan? When are you going to get into the show? Doctor Who, yes. I, I imagine you're talking about. Yes. I, I don't know. I, I don't even know where to start. I don't know where to jump in. And You just start start with... Um, it's on Amazon Prime, so if you have Amazon Video, it's, I do. it's there. So just start with uh, Series 1, which came out in 2005. It's the ninth Doctor. So it's a great place to... like. That was where that's pretty much where anybody who wants to get into Doctor Who starts. So you start there, and it, it within that first series, it does enough to kind of fill in the blanks from okay. some of the you know, original stories that you can kind of pick the pieces up. But it's also it, it reinvents the character and the story for a new generation. So it pays homage to its to its roots, but also brings it into the new into the new generation. Okay. And it's it's. Because it, it's one of my favorite shows. Like Doctor Who and Supernatural are probably my two favorite shows on TV now. But this season, it's it's a whole whole revamp for this season. So we've got new showrunner with Chris Chibnall uh, after Stephen Moffat stepped down. New Doctor, who's a female. Um, it's it's all new, and uh, we've got two episodes into that now, and 
I've had conversations with with fellow Whovians about this, and I think a lot of us are in agreement that we, while we like the character, Jodie Whittaker is doing a great job at portraying this, you know, thousand plus year old alien from yeah. space who's in a new female. She's never been female. He's never been female before. She's never been female before. So there's a lot of getting used to with that, which I think is interesting. So there's a, there's a lot of, you know, quirks from the other characters, from the other portrayals of this character that have kind of stuck with her. So she kind of has the mannerisms of still like a David Tennant or a Matt Smith, even a Peter Capaldi. I just don't know how I feel about the series as a whole right now. They're kind of going in a darker direction. Okay. Like I feel like the overall tone, the coloring, the color grading, it's just all very dark and it doesn't feel like Doctor Who to me. Like it it I'm used to like well, Doctor Who can be very dark and, you know, very cryptic, especially with the last, you know, with season twelve season yeah, season twelve. Season ten? Season ten. I'm just it, it doesn't feel like Doctor Who to me. Um they've got this overarching monster who has teeth on his face. Oh. Like the, he was the monster in the first in the in the the series opener. And I hope that he's not going to be the the full story, you know, the full season bad guy cuz I'm not a fan so far. Like I I feel like for them trying to introduce a new monster to the series while it's exciting that we've get we're getting a new character, like a new take on 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 some of the Doctor Who villains, like it's just stick. I say stick with what works. You right, know, at least right. give us a couple episodes here and there with some classic Doctor Who villains, monsters. I just I'm not a fan of this of this character, but we're only two episodes in. My mind could change by the end of the series. Um, we finally got our first look at the new TARDIS. And again, it's one of those things that I'm going to have to definitely get used to because it's it's a bit of a departure. They changed the paint job from more of a royal blue to a bluish greenish, which is weird. And the interior of it, I'm not sure if I like. Um, it has a bit of reminiscence to the 10th Doctor, but I just I don't know if I like it. Uh, but again, like I said, this is all we're all in new territory here, so. We'll see what happens as the season progresses. I wouldn't be surprised if this is Chibnall's only series, only series with the show, and he steps down to showrunner next year. Yeah, just because I've been reading a lot of articles, and a lot of people are, are on the same page as I am with the tonality of the show. And and you're gonna get you know your your people online, your your SJWs who are saying. You're just mad because the doctor's a woman. I really don't care. Like, I'm fine. I, I love the fact that it's a woman now. Like, I, I'm i really excited for that, and I think it's going to be great for the show. But you got to stay, like I said, you got to stay true to what you are. You can't change it up this drastically and expect people to just stay on board. Yeah, to follow it. Uh, so, hopefully... By the end of the series, my mind will be changed, and I will have loved this character, and this and this will be one of the best seasons. But I'm very much cautiously, not necessarily optimistic. I'm just I'm very cautious. I'm very I, I'm prepared to be let down, but I'm excited to be surprised. We'll we'll yeah, say that. We'll see how that we'll see how that is. Um, anything else TV wise that's really popular? Um. I mean, we got season nine of Walking Dead, which I I finally finished 
watching the last few episodes of season eight that I had to catch up on. And I'm only going to talk about this for a few minutes because we, we, we bash on The Walking Dead so, so frequently. I will probably watch this season just so that I can complete the story. Rick's story, anyway. The Rick story. But, like, it's such a chore to watch the show now. It like, really I actually have to, like, will myself to want to watch it because, like we said last episode, you know, the very end of, of the series, like, you, you, you know, there's all this build up to, you know, Rick versus Negan, and they finally meet up and show down and you're like yes he's getting what he what he deserves and nope nope he's he's alive and i mean i understand why they're leaving him alive because michonne's monologue at the end of this at the end of the episode was like we're leaving you alive so that you can be an example to the new world how you're not how you shouldn't behave but just kill him get it over with i mean i like jeffrey dean morgan i like the character but just get it over with and kill him. And like, they're—I don't know if they're trying to tease that Maggie's going to be the bad, you know, the, the the point of contention for this season. Come on, really? Like, she's smarter than this. Like, I—I've she this entire her entire motive is driven by her need for revenge. For, I mean, yes, it was sad that we 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 got to see Glenn get his head bashed in like a pancake. As I pop out. Yeah. But like a ball on a cup. But like your entire mode I mean, like, she's smarter than her than to be driven by revenge like that. I feel at least I feel like the character is like supposed to be smarter than be driven by revenge like that. I feel like she was going in one direction and this is this is a departure for her. Yeah. And uh and it wasn't like we were eased into it either. Yeah. It was like a sharp turn. Oh, and actually speaking of Walking Dead, I'm not sure if we had a chance to talk about this, but um Herschel. The actor that played Herschel, yeah. Scott, um he he unfortunately passed away too, which is extremely sad because he actually he's supposed to be in a couple episodes this season. He is, yeah. So I, I'm I'm thinking that this is going to be a very f- like this season is going to deal a lot with time jumps. Apparently, uh, Maggie is leaving the show too. So the actress who plays Maggie is leaving the show too. So which I will I will miss Lauren Cohen. Yeah, Lauren Cohen, one of the another one of those. Uh, she could get it. Sh- oh, she could get all of it. She get all of it. Um, but yeah, so I have a feeling that like. Maggie and Rick are obviously going to be the the focal points of the season because they're the ones that are exiting. So we may get a lot of flashbacks, yeah, um, to before the apocalypse, which you know with Shane and and Rick, right, and you know, Maggie and you know Herschel and I forget the other daughter's name, Emily Kinney's oh, yeah. character. Mm-hmm. I don't know. So yeah, I, f- I feel like that's what we're gonna get a lot of this this season is is flashbacks, maybe some flash forwards. But um, like I said, I I, I might I, I have it DVR'd still, like it's still on my DVR recording records every episode. So you know, and whenever f- I have free time and I can will myself to, I'm gonna I'm gonna watch them. I still wanted to, I still want Rick to like be in a coma in the hospital and this all to be like a dream. Yeah. I'm still holding up for yeah. that ending. I'll, it's not that. It's not that. But I think that would just be the greatest. I'd be so mad, but I'd be so satisfied at the same time. It'd be the greatest piss off to the viewers. Yeah. All the Rashon shippers would be like, no. Because <laughs> I mean, Lori wasn't a great character either. No, she I, really wasn't. I didn't enjoy Lori. <laughs> She's the one who killed off Shane. And at the time, Shane was like my favorite character. Yeah. yeah. When he busted open the barn and they killed all those walkers that were 
they thought that they could cure. I thought yeah. that was like one of the best moments for Shane's character. <laughs> and then the entire point of season two just walks out of the barn as a zombie. Yeah. All the efforts, all for naught. Um, my favorite character of the entire series has probably got to be Dale. Honestly, I like Dale. He was too goody good for me. That's why he died. Yeah. Like I, you can't you can't live with a moral code. Yeah. You know, I mean, they keep trying to force this code in these seasons, right? They keep kind of yeah. Oh, we're going back to civility, but ultimately. Speaking of which, who the f is the chick in the van? Yeah, I don't. I don't know. With I, with with the the bold like twin. Like, I, I'm not sure. I mean, I, the actress, she's been in a lot of stuff. I remember her. She was in 24 for a while. She played one of the um, one of the main characters in that series. Oh, but yeah, like, yeah. She was in 24. Yeah, I forgot about yeah, that. But she's like, she has this book for how to build a better world. Yep. Like irrigation and, and building, you know, how to make like flour. And just like, I, I understand what you're doing, but who are you? Like, yeah, I don't even know who you are. Yeah. I don't know. I guess know. we have to wait to season nine for our questions to go unanswered. Yeah. But do I try to watch it as it happens or do I just wait for it to go on Netflix? Just wait for it to go on Netflix. Just wait for it to go. <laughs> <laughs> but don't stay off the internet because the people on the internet will spoil it for you on purpose. But I don't care. I mean, like, I don't say I won't, I don't care. I mean, I care a little, like, I, I care about 35%. <laughs> I'm about a, I'm at a, a 35% level of caring. I think that's a good level of caring yeah. for you. Yeah, um, I, I guess the last thing about TV before we move on here that uh, we get pictures of Kit Harrington without the beard, which means that he's all done with uh, his recording of his filming of his part for Game of Thrones, the last season of Game of Thrones. Yes, he's so weird to see him without a beard because he's always going to be Jon Snow. I don't oh, care yeah. what oh, he's yeah. in; he's always going to be Jon Snow, right? Just like Daniel Radcliffe. I don't care what he's in. I'm he's always like, Harry Potter. That's Harry Potter. Yeah, and like. There, there's all these char- like there's all these actors who, like uh, Robert Downey Jr. Doesn't matter what he's in, he's Tony always going to be he's Iron Man. He's he's Tony Stark. Like he's the living embodiment of Tony Stark. He is. Like, uh, uh, um, Sir Patrick Stewart. He's always going to be Jean Luc Picard. Yeah. It's funny. Um, the other day I was just flipping through channels and I happened to come across um, it's the next gener- it's the one with Tom Hardy. Oh, insurre- not Insurrection. It was um, Nemesis. Nemesis, yeah. Star Trek Nemesis. I was just flipping through channels and Nemesis came on, so I'm like, I, I gotta watch this. That's one of my favorite. Yeah. That's probably, aside from First Contact, that one's probably my favorite Star Trek movie. Tom Hardy. It was one of like, his, one of like his first major roles. It was. He was so thin then. Yeah, yeah. Uh, he was He was so great in that movie, yeah. though. R.I.P. Data. Yeah, poor Data. <laughs> he was like a, he had like a, I forget what it was called. It was like a clone of himself, right? It was like it wasn't B four. B four was from the 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 next generation the actual series. But there was like Data did die, yeah. but like he found like a clone of himself, and he's yeah. like the new Data. And I came into it a little bit, you know, into the movie. So did they ever explain like why Jordy didn't have the visor, or did he just not have the visor? Well, so. They gave him like artificial eyeballs. Oh. So so he didn't need the visor anymore. Yeah. The eyeballs were <laughs> LaFar Burton was like, I'm not wearing the visor for this movie. Just make <laughs> up something. Make something up because I'm not wearing the visor. I don't think he had the visor in first oh no, he did have it in first contact. Yeah. Yeah. I think from like insurrection 
on. So it was like Generations, First Contact, Insurrection, Nemesis. Yeah. I think from Insurrection, he didn't have the visor anymore. Okay. I gotta I gotta go back and rewatch uh, my Picard era Star Trek just because it. Like we always say on the show, he's the best captain, hands down. He's the best captain, and Kirk is the fourth best captain. Yep. So, you can suck it if you disagree. I yes. Don't, I don't care. Screw you. <laughs> Screw you. No, don't. It's okay. It's okay to have an opinion, but your opinion is just wrong. Captain and Kirk is the best captain ever. No, he's not. Like the whole premise of the original series is Spock telling Captain that you can't do this and then Kirk doing the thing that Spock says not to do. <laughs> That's <laughs> Speaking of Spock, did you see the picture or the, the trailer for the new season of Discovery? I did. With, with new Spock? Yes, I did see that. Very interesting. I, I, I wish I didn't have to subscribe to another streaming service to watch that show. Like, just put it on Hulu or something. Give it, give it to me on Amazon. Please. I want to be able to watch the show. I just don't want to pay CBS for it. No, because that's the only show I'm going to watch. Yeah, exactly. CBS. You think I'm going to watch The Big Bang Theory? <laughs> Fuck no. that. Screw that. Yeah, yeah, no. I'm so glad that show is finally ending this year. <laughs> it, 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 was about, it was about, how many seasons is The Big Bang Theory? Is it like 12 seasons? Something, something like that. If it's 12 seasons, it's 12 seasons too long. Yeah. It's just, like, we, we, like and, and the fact that... We, like I said earlier, you know, Supernatural, a show that's been on for 14 seasons. How is that in the same world as a show like Big Bang Theory, who's been on for 12 seasons? I don't like, get it. I don't know. I was. Well, I like, don't understand. My that. parents watch it, so every once in a while, I find myself watching it. Right. While, while it's, it's on. It's on the TV while, while we're eating dinner, and it's a meme that's posted on Facebook. But it's so true. It's like I find myself occasionally chuckle at the show. And I'm depressed for, for some other re- for some reason or another. And then it's like I sit there for the for like the next five minutes, like, why did I just laugh at that? I shouldn't have laughed at that. That's not funny. <laughs> it's, it's not. Um, <laughs> like, I don't know. It's just, it needs to die already. Firefly only had one season, and yet we have 12 seasons of this bullshit. Exactly. <laughs> if you're going to bring a show back, bring back freaking Firefly. Although Nathan Fillion does have a new show on ABC where he plays a rookie cop, which looks pretty interesting. It looks interesting. Yeah. Uh, speaking of ABC, this is the one thing I did want to add. So... Roseanne, of course, went off the air. Yeah, she uh, she got let go uh, because of her ambient-induced <laughs> bullshit or whatever it is. Um, but the Connors are the spinoff is actually premiering the night tonight. Actually, yeah. the night we're recording, so uh, I will be watching it because it'll uh, it should go to Hulu because the new season of Roseanne was on Hulu. Yeah, so it's supposed to have all the original actors that were in the new season of Roseanne, except for Roseanne Barr. So. I have to report back next show because I'm yeah. interested to see what actually happened to Roseanne or how do they write the show. I feel like I thought they meant said something about they were just going to kill her off. Like that makes sense. Yeah. But what happens when the, like the heat kind of dies down off of her and like they want to bring her back? Like if the show's not doing too well, let's say they last like two or three seasons, right? Like and they want to like bring her back. If they kill her off, how are they supposed to? Do you think they would do that though? I mean, this is the show that the entire last season of the show, the the series finale of Roseanne, was everything from when they won the lottery on was fake, and yeah. then they wrote back every they wrote everyone back in. But ABC is a Disney company, and we both know how Disney likes to make sure that somebody stays fired, a la James Gunn. <laughs> so yeah, no, you're right. I mean, so I'm we'll not saying I'm not saying I condone her activity. Yeah, but I don't know how you can have that show with without Roseanne in it because I mean 
while yes, she was a very integral part of the show, I feel like a lot of people, like for me personally, I like John Goodman better than Roseanne. Yeah, he's a good character. Yeah. Of course he is. So. I have no idea. Yeah. I have no idea because, I mean, she was still like the Roseanne and Dan in the, the last season before she got fired was like, that was one of the main reasons I was watching the show because the dynamic is yeah, still, yeah. it was great. Like, cause they hadn't been together since like the late nineties. Right. Yeah. But they still had like the same dynamic. It was like, they didn't go anywhere. So I'm excited. I'm, I'm cautiously optimistic. Yeah. Uh, yeah. It'll go to Hulu and, and I'll watch it. I've been watching a lot of the hell's kitchen, the new season of hell's, hell's kitchen. So I, which is also on Hulu. So I'm, uh, Gotta mix it up. Maybe yeah. I'll add it to the rotation. Gordon Ramsay. Still the best thing ever to come out of that show is when he called somebody an idiot sandwich. Well, so that actually wasn't from the show. That was a James Corden. They had... Um, James, it was on James Corden's oh, show. okay. And it, they were doing like a fake like oh, Hell's okay. Cafeteria. Was, okay, all right, all right. It was, it was a Julie Chen who's the host of Big Brother. So it was him and Julie Chen... And he made Julie Chen an idiot sandwich. <laughs> so it wasn't actually like a real thing. It was like a it was a comedy thing. Gordon Ramsay is one of those people who fascinates me because you go from a show like Hell's Kitchen or, you know, Kitchen Nightmares, where he's just this intense, foul mouthed, scary looking dude. Yeah. And then you go you go to a show like, you know, Master Chef Junior and he's the nicest, most polite, sweetest, caring dude. Yeah, like, it's it's so it's so strange yeah. to see the dynamic. But I mean, he's good on TV. He can yeah. cook, and he's great yeah. on TV. Yeah, I just wish I could afford to go to his restaurant. Uh, it's funny that you say that because as of like tomorrow, a year ago tomorrow, I was we were actually at his restaurant out in Las that's, Vegas. That's right, you were. So that was some of the best food I ever had. Yeah, that's some of the best. Food. I'm so I want it. Damn it, and I can't go to <laughs> Las Vegas. But he opened up that restaurant. Yeah, they the, got they got downtown. the one in, uh, in the Horseshoe. So it just. Like I said, it's real freaking expensive. Yeah, you better open up your wallet if you want to go to that one. <sighs> so, uh, so that was our main headlines. But now yeah. we're gonna, we brought back a. Uh, we've been doing our last couple shows. We've been doing a cool segment called the Top Five. Where we break down each of our different top fives for various things. We've done, I think we've done music. We've done movies. Or we're doing a Halloween edition. Yeah. This so it, it's spoopy month. So uh, so we're gonna we're gonna do some spoopy top it, fives it is for me you. Me and the wife's holy month. Yes. As it were. Yes. Uh, so we're gonna be we're gonna be breaking down. Uh, explain how this works. Brian has a top five list. I have a top five list. We're gonna alternate starting at number five, and we each picked a number five all the way down to number one. Yep. Five being the fifth best. Number one being the the best that that we love. So yeah. I will yield to you. Mr. Clark. All right. So, number five, I'm going to go Paranormal Activity. Solid choice, I feel like. So, just the first one? Yeah, just the first one. Yeah. Everything after the first one sucks. It got kind of Yeah, it, it got, got super weird, super after, weird the after the first one. The first one was really good. I really liked it. Number four, the old standby, Nightmare on Elm Street. Seeing Johnny Depp good. get exploded into a bed. No, but that's also scary. Like yeah. I remember when I was a kid. Yeah. Like looking back at it now as an yeah. adult, I'm like, well, this is just cheesy special yeah. effects and, sh- and stuff like that. But yeah, like, but just back then I was, I didn't want to go to sleep. Johnny Depp gets swallowed by a bed and then shot out as a pool of blood. Um, number three, uh, Silence of the Lambs. It is such a good movie, and for like for everything the movie has, like. It's it's just it's so good. Like soundtrack, 
I mean, I don't know. Like that one's good, but also um, Hannibal is a really good one too. Like the the sequel to um, Silence is really really good. Um, but yeah, so Silence of the Lambs is my number three. Number two, Emily Rose, aka The Exorcism of Emily Rose. That movie freaked me the f out for a while. Like it was, it was like just it was a it was a super super mind f type of movie, and just so good. Like and again, props to to the the team that made that movie and the actress that played Emily Rose, just so on point. And number one, Jason X. What? No way. I kid, I kid. Okay. It's not Jason X. It's The Conjuring. Of course. That's that's a better choice yeah, than Jason. It's, it's, Any movie is a better choice than Jason X. Yes, but The Conjuring, based on a true story, fantastic special effects, super intense, you know, soundtrack, just... Every year on in October, you got to watch that movie. So I guess it's my turn. So I do have one honorable mention, though. It's not really like a horror movie, more of like a psychological thriller, but White Noise. If you've not seen White Noise, do yourself a favor and watch it, because that movie will totally F your head. White Noise, yeah. yeah. It messed me, up, yeah. For, it messed me yeah. up for a while. Yeah. Um, so I guess my, so my number five, Poltergeist. They're here. What more iconic line yeah. than that, of course. Uh, number four, I'm going with Halloween, the original Halloween with Jamie Lee Curtis, but I'm also going to rope the first Rob Zombie me- remake into this one. Yes. Because they're two distinctly different movies. They are. But I didn't want to waste a spot on, on that. And the reason I love the Rob Zombie one is because it went in such a drastically different direction than yeah, the original. Like the, the origin of Michael Myers. Which was fantastic. Yeah, oh, yeah. The kid that played a young Michael, he was great. Yeah, and he bopped that kid upside the head with the the branch. And the yeah. kid who played the bully did a really yeah. good job as well because I was freaked out. What he does to his what he does to his dad, he ties him up and <laughs> with duct tape to a chair. Yeah, he wakes up like, oh my god, what are you doing? And he just shanks him. Mm-hmm. Oh man, that's great. I gotta rewatch that movie. You do, you do, you do, <laughs> you do. We just bought it on Blu-ray. I will. Uh, I'll lend it to you. All right. I'll make sure that you, that you have it in hand. Uh, yeah, so we got Halloween 1 and the Rob Zombie remake. N- my number three is The Exorcist. Uh, I mean, I don't think that needs any explanation. That yeah. The girl's head turns all the way around and spits all kinds of crap, and she's screaming, and the whole time the priest is trying to, It's so, so scary. Yeah. Kept me up so many nights. Kept me up so many nights. Uh, my number two has to be The Shining. Oh, Still yeah. after all these years, it has to be The Shining. Yeah. Uh, of course, Jack Nicholson was was perfect uh, as Jack Terrance, and it's such a good movie. And it was such a great adaptation of the book. Which, after reading the book for a project back in high school, I was ready to just I yeah. was ready to just die. I couldn't scared for a long time. I have an honorable mention in the form of a once just like you. It wasn't really a horror movie, but it was a psychological sort of thriller with a bunch of jump scares. Hush on Netflix. Uh, if you're not familiar with Hush. It is fantastic. Uh, the lead character is a uh, deaf mute, so she can't talk, she can't hear, and she's a writer who lives out in a cabin uh, somewhere. And all of a sudden, this dude shows up and is trying to kill her. And it is just—it's one of those where it's shot so well. Um, I mean, the plot is her mom says she has writer's brain, so. She can play out every single scenario yeah. from 
he cuts the pa- I mean, minor spoiler, he cuts the power in her house. So what if I try to go turn the power back on? Oh, he's going to kill me. What if I try to do this? And it's just, it's such a great, great movie. Uh, you should go see it. So, and didn't necessarily make the list, but it is on Netflix. It's called Hush. I'll it is an amazing movie. Out. Amazing movie. And the last one is one that scared me lifeless for a good chunk of my early teens. It's Pet Cemetery. They're uh, actually making a remake of that. They are, and it's supposedly even supposed to be even more scary than the original movie. Uh, I just I love the concept, uh, and you know, of course, in typical Stephen King fashion, Dad goes crazy. Yeah. Uh, so I'm gonna, I'm gonna put you on the spot a little bit here. We did top five. I'm gonna throw out like just pick one, a movie that you were excited for, but then really really disappointed by, horror wise. I know mine right off the top of my head. I'll give you some time to think about it, but I'm going to go with Drag Me to Hell. Okay. I was very excited for that movie when I, you know, when it when it was getting ready to come out and I was like this looks like it's going to be really good. And then I go to see it and it was the dumbest shit I ever saw in my life. Like we're talking Jason X levels of dumb. That's it, it's that's pretty it's close real bad. Real dumb. It's real bad. Let's see. I'm going to say I'm going to say Saw. I think I'm going to say Saw. Uh, the first one was was pretty good. Yeah. But starting with the second one, it kind of went this weird, instead of it being, like, I really liked the first one. The yeah. first one had like a really good story. Yeah. And there were traps, but it wasn't mindless. Like it was like, there was this dude and, and he genuinely thought that he was trying to help people. Yeah. But starting with the second movie, well, it's, it's a freaking, it's torture porn and there was more character, like aha gotcha switches than yeah. maybe a telenovela. And it's 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 interesting you say that because I feel like what happened with Saul because the the first movie was was like a an indie film almost right like it was you know very low budget you know just some you know meant to be a one off and then it it did so well and like well crap what do we do now we have all this you know, the studios are throwing money at us to make these movies and they they just went you know they're like let's just throw everything we can at it make it as gory as we can you know d- story be damned yeah it's just it's like Jake Saul had a, had an apprentice through like three movies. It turns out that apprentice wasn't really the apprentice. It was yeah. another apprentice. And then towards yeah. the end, that apprentice wasn't even the apprentice. There was a whole other freaking apprentice. Yeah. It's crazy. Yeah. And then Jigsaw, the one. So the final chapter was the seventh movie or yeah, it was the seventh movie. Yeah. But then they came out last year with Jigsaw, which is like, it was supposed to reboot the series, but spoiler alert, like, he had another apprentice and it was supposed yeah. to be like an alternate, like a different, I don't know if it was a different timeline, but none of the events from any of the six movies sank up with this movie and they're apparently making another one. Why? So just, just stop already. Just quit, quit while you're behind. I, I implore you just stop. So <laughs> I guess, I guess Saul yeah. was one and I guess another one would be the Friday the 13th remake that happened back in, was it 2009? Yeah. Uh, and I, I love I love Jason I love Jason Voorhees I, I love that series of movies but the movies had had some good moments but I guess spoiler alert you know the horror movies have like a traditional final girl formula so like you know murder m- murders everybody but there's generally a girl at the end that that escapes so all this stuff happens he goes from like being sackhead Jason from like the second movie and then he finds a mask and all of a sudden he's not sackhead Jason. There was like a full-on sex scene in that movie, which I didn't understand. <laughs> like, 
you, you might as well have been watching it was so- softcore porn levels yeah. of porn that's ridiculous and a horror movie and then like at the end like spoiler they all get away Jason is dead and the two final people are waiting on a pier and all of a sudden oh he just he just comes out of the water yeah and just kills them <laughs> somehow it was I was so disappointed <sighs> I gave you two so yeah, I apologize yeah. um, so like we teased earlier uh, you finally come to the the other side of the track well, I, well I, I'm still on the I still yeah. have my Xbox yeah, but yeah. I've but I've I've acquired a PlayStation 4 Pro and it's a pretty cool it's a Star Wars one which I didn't care about so much but yeah what I did care about was that it was a one terabyte Pro with a uh, I got it with eight games it was amazing yeah I was I'm, I'm super excited to set it up today I was playing The Witcher because The Witcher 3 was one of the games that came with it and I was telling you before we started recording, you're just like, when I wait on my Xbox, I have Xbox One. I don't have an S or an X. I just have a standard Xbox One. And the load times for The Witcher, like, I hate when I die. I don't die very often, but when I die, it takes, like, a good two and a half minutes to load my save. Yeah. And I died in, like, the opening sequence because I was, I die every time in the sequence. You're running the walls at the castle, and, like, I try to jump, and I die, but... And it took 30 seconds to load my game. And it, yeah. And I, mo- I know most of that is just PS4 Pro. And yeah. I, it can do 60 FPS. And But I, I loved it. It was great. And the graphics are amazing. Guess like, what? You can finally play a baseball game. Oh, thank God. But the, I think the one I'm most excited for is Spider-Man. Oh, yeah. I've been. My wife is so sick of hearing me talk about <laughs> Spider-Man. <She's, laughs> I, she just wants me to play like... You've got uh, you've got a little bit of time because they're actually the first DLC comes out in like five or six days. So nice! I'll be picking up Friday, yeah, and yeah. I'm going to be uh, my my I'm leaving work early on Friday because my first stop is going to be GameStop. Yeah, because I'm picking up Spider Man. I'm probably gonna see if well, I'm probably gonna buy the digital deluxe edition off of the PlayStation Store, but I'm gonna get the the DLC. Yeah. I'm just going to throw money out for the season pass. Oh, yeah. but I mean, it's worth it. Yeah. I, I've, I've watched the first. I didn't want to spoil. So I've been talking about for like months, for a couple of shows yeah. that I'm going to get a PlayStation. Right. But like, so I started watching play, watching Spider-Man on online on YouTube because I was like, eh, I don't know when I'm going to get a PlayStation. And then getting the system kind of came to fruition. And I was like, well, I need to stop watching this. Like, I don't want to spoil anything else. Yeah. But another thing, it's kind of weird to me that um, Kingpin is a main player in Spider-Man when I generally thought Kingpin was the main player for Daredevil. I mean, he kind of toes the line for both. Um, I think he was introduced first in Spider-Man and then kind of shared with Daredevil in a lot of runs. But... um, so I stopped. Yeah. I stopped watching the Spider-Man walkthroughs when they started doing the Shocker. Yeah. And I'm super excited for Shocker. He looks amazing. Yeah. He looks really amazing. And uh, I'm so excited for you to play it. <sighs> as excited as you were for me to play The Last of Us, that's how I feel for Spider-Man. I can't wait, man. Yeah. And these games are right up my alley. Like yeah. the first person, or the, not first person, but uh, single player RPG. Yeah. Like these games are right up my alley. Yeah. And like New York looks amazing in this. And there's a good mix of like actual... New York landmarks and like Marvel added landmarks. Yep, yep. Like w- one of the greatest ones I saw is he flies, uh, he swings past. Um, was it the Sanctum Sanctorum? Yeah, yeah. And he's like, 
I feel like something strange is going on in there. And of course, <laughs> it's Doctor Strange's uh, yeah. lair. So yeah. it's pretty nah, good. Man, what, what else can you play that... Uh, you can finally play Gran Turismo. That's true. But the problem there is I'm a bit of a Forza purist. I know. And and that I mean that makes sense. But as far as racing games go, Gran Turismo is definitely up there. Um, well, we talked about The Last of Us. Yeah, Last right? of Us. You so that's actually on the list to get. So yeah. Friday when I go to pick up Spider-Man, I've, I'm going to go pick up MLB The Show because I've been dying to play an MLB game for years because that's the one thing. I mean, Xbox has MLB games, but it's not the show. It's not like the officially yeah. licensed games. So I'm going to get the show. Um, and then I was thinking about picking up The Last of Us. Uh, but... We'll have to see. I'm definitely going to get like three games. You've also got, you know, Uncharted. That's it. I need to get yeah. Uncharted as well. Um, got obviously God of War. Which, which I have. Yeah. Which, which I have with yeah. my PlayStation, yeah. which is pretty great. Like I said, I, I have a bunch of games um, that that you can you can pick from and play through. Um, cool, man. So, uh, and we definitely we gotta we we gotta pick. Here's a question. Answer. You know, respond to to us. Uh, in, in in you know comments on the Facebook page or you know if you know us personally just just give us your opinions should we get Black Ops Four because now that Ryan now that you know Ryan has a PlayStation I have a PlayStation we can start gaming together we can, we can. so so we need we need to pick up some games to to play together and to just merc some fools on I think so I'm a little hesitant about getting Black Ops because I went all in on World War Two yeah and. They've gone away from what I loved about Call of Duty and its origins is everyone's on the same level. You get experience and your experience unlocks a new level and that level unlocks new things. Uh, well, while that's still the case in World War II, uh, there are pushing microtransactions. Yeah. Like pushing and pushing microtransactions. So like you, you can either level up to get like spend hours and hours playing Call of Duty to get a weapon or you can just throw like 20 bucks and get yeah, enough points yeah. to buy this super ultra aggro weapon. And I just, I cannot, I just, I can't get behind that for the same reason why I can't get behind battlefield two or uh, star Wars battlefront two. Yeah. Like I can't get behind the whole microtransaction. I think it sucks. Yeah. And um, that's my problem with call of duty. But I mean, I'm getting a little rambly at this point. I've, I've never like, I'm of the mind. Like I hate microtransactions too. I I guess it's just that I'm not that into the like I'm not that into the games where like I don't care as much like I just want to play the game to play the game. I guess you're right. I mean I, yeah. I mean I guess if you're with friends, that'd yeah, be cool. And I think it'd be cool because I heard Black Ops has a has a battle royale mode. Yeah, and a couple of the guys that have played it have said said that it's a bit more akin to like a Black Ops two. Um, okay. So, I mean I'm 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 probably gonna end up picking it up honestly yeah. just because but uh. I also need to get, you know, I need to finish a lot of games and pick up Origins, or Odyssey, rather. I need to pick up Assassin's Creed Odyssey. Unfortunately, I haven't heard the greatest things about, about Assassin's Creed Odyssey. I've heard That's that sad. it's another, you know, I've heard it's kind of strayed from Assassin's Creed. Like, Ubisoft is, in general, strayed from, like, the original formula for Assassin's Creed. Hmm. Like, I don't, did you play Odyssey? Not Odyssey. Did you play Origins at all? I've played a little bit of it. I'm still, like, within, like, the first 25% of the game. So now. it's still, like, a RP, it's like an RPG now. Yeah. And you can upgrade your weapons. and That's cool and all. But in the open world, I'm not going to put them down. Exploring yeah. uh, Egypt was amazing. Like, 
climbing the pyramids. Everything looks fantastic. It's so visually well done. And actually, that's one of the games that came with my PlayStation was Assassin's Creed Origins. All right. So you know what else you need to get? What's that? GTA V. I, so I own that for Xbox, but do you think I should... If you get it for PlayStation, we can play together online. That's true. That's true. We could do that. Yeah. Okay. I'll look, in, I'll look into that too, Brian. Just wait for it to go on sale. I'm not saying drop like the 40 or 50 bucks yeah. they want for it. Just wait for it to go on sale. Well, so I have... I still, so at GameStop, I still have like a Super Ultra Mega Duty membership. Oh. So I might, when I go to GameStop, peruse and see. All right. Because I'm sure it's going to look really good with yeah. the PS4 Pro oh, yeah, definitely. as well. Yeah, it'll give me a chance to play that. I haven't played GTA Five in a very long time. You also get Red Dead. Well, you can get Red Dead for both, but oh, you can get Red yeah. Dead for PS4 Pro. It's going to look so sweet. Oh, yeah, that's right. All the horseball like physics. everything about this. <laughs> Horseballs are going to shrink. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, no, but I'm really excited for Horizon Zero Dawn. That's yeah. one of the games that yeah. I have. I've heard really good things about that's Horizon a great Zero game. Dawn. Um as I said, I already have The Witcher 3. Another game that came with it was Elder Scrolls Online, Morrowind. So I wasn't going to pay like full price. But now since Morrowind's come out, the only one I need to get is Somerset Isles. Yeah. And I'll have all the entire expansion, which is a little bit more palatable for me than uh, than dropping like a hundred and something dollars to get it. Yeah, yeah. And of course, as I said, it came with God of War. So trying desperately, you know, I, I didn't play any of the God of War games up till now. So trying desperately to watch all the reviews so I can jump right into God of War because I've heard so yeah. many good things about God of War. I, don't, I, I might have the remastered edition of the first three if you wanted to play that. Sure. I would love to. Yeah. I'd love so. to. So, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm glad to be a part of the team. Yes. Uh, and it, of, of course, your 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 PSN name is your your name for everything, Sun as Spartan, always. But this time it has an 89 because yeah. apparently Sun Spartan was... There are already 89 Sun Spartans. <laughs> <laughs> I just picked something as close to Sun Spartan as possible. Yeah. So Sun Spartan 89. 89, of course, being my birth year. Speaking of PlayStation, um, there are rumblings um, that the PS5 may be coming in the next year. So um, Sony released a statement looking for, like, they're looking for people to take care of, you know, take on a project. And that's probably what the project is going to be, is, you know, working on the PS5. But I think they're also going to finally allow you to change your username without any like cost or penalty now i heard that apparently you're like you can change your name once for free on playstation but i don't know if that's in fact accurate i have to look that up because i've been meaning to change my my gamer tag for playstation because it's it's been the same for you know god 12 years now however long i've had a playstation mm-hmm. um which is Oh yeah, yeah. Which, is, which is what Go BPC ahead. drummer. Yeah, that's it's right. just, it's it was the one I created in high school. So like, I just I I need to you know to grow up a little bit and ma- I'm gonna make it uniform like everything else in my life, which is that Clarky guy. Cause that's a good one. Yeah, I mean that's who I am. I'm that Clarky guy. Uh, so yeah, uh, let us know what games we should play, and maybe we can start streaming. Yeah, if there's enough interest, we can start yeah. uh, streaming. Yeah. I'm going to need you to walk me through PlayStation because I was hella confused <laughs> when I I mean the last time I played PlayStation was PS3 yeah years and years and years ago so I couldn't even figure out how to turn it on and then I realized <laughs> oh, I've got to hit this PlayStation button yeah you can't tell PlayStation you can't be PlayStation on <laughs> yeah it doesn't work like that there's certain things I need to learn like PS4 share because I yeah. do like sharing like clips especially with like the Witcher and stuff yeah. like that single tap for picture double tap for video okay okay 
Yeah, I'm going to dig through the settings, yeah. but yeah. I mean, it already looks gorgeous. Yeah. I mean, my TV is broken now, which I'm pissed about, but has a stupid black horizontal line just where like subtitles would go. And it's not terrible. Like I can still watch TV and I can still like read the subtitles. It's not too bad, but it's just, it's just enough yeah. to know that it's there. Did but you get the Geek Squad protection on the TV? This TV is like 10 years old, man. <laughs> I know. It's the Samsung <laughs> Plasma, dude. But, uh, I mean, it's a good excuse. TVs have come down since since yeah, I've last bar- yeah. bought a TV. Like, I bought this TV for almost 1000 bucks, And it turns out I can get like a 55, like 4K uh, LCD for like $500 now. Yeah, yeah. Which is insane. So, probably not till after Christmas, but the first week in January, yeah. I'm probably going to be dropping some coin on a uh, brand new television. Uh, buy a Sony. I'm kidding. No. That's just because you, yeah. you you get a little kickback for buying Sony's. Yeah, a little bit, but uh, no, um, we'll see what happens. So yeah, let's uh, I, we've been rambling enough, I think. It's a long episode. Yeah, we've given we've given everybody a good show though. It's been a, it's been a good show, um, but like I said, yeah, just let us know what games you want us to play now that we can play together. Yeah, if there's interest, as I said, we'll do some streaming. Yeah, we, we can finally it. play with each other. We can. <laughs> uh, uh, <laughs> Yeah, we can we can play with each other. I mean, if there's interest, we'll upload to some YouTube, uh, m- maybe even start a Twitch. Yeah, we'll see who, how much interest we have uh, in that. But yeah, I'm excited to be part of the team, and it's a beautiful PS4. It is. So, I think uh, I think this is a good place to to stop the episode. Yep. So uh. let's uh, let's talk about our social stuff. Uh, Snurgans podcast on Facebook, or I'm sorry, the Snurgans Network on Facebook. Snurgans podcast. On SoundCloud, on Apple Podcasts, you know, pretty much anywhere else you can find a podcast. Yep. Snurgan's Podcast at Gmail, all that good stuff. Personally, I'm Ryan Atkins on Facebook and pretty much Sudden Spartan on everything else. Gmail, Twitter, Insta, all that other good stuff. So come find me there. You know, I mean, I'm that Clarky guy everywhere online. Brian Clark on Facebook. Um... Be my friend. I'm lonely. I'm kidding. No, yeah, but just, you know, I'm always open I'm to, to, to hooking up. And a little self-promo love here. I'm also trying to sell a camera, so if you know anybody that wants to buy a camera, let me know. I saw that. And I will. It's a great deal for the low, low price of 400 bones. You get a camera, three lenses, and two batteries. So Worthless plugs. Buy my camera, please. Uh, not worthless plugs. Uh, soulless <laughs> plugs. Soulless plugs, yes. Soulless I'm a, well, the place that I work sold, you know, stolen my soul, so. I have no soul left. Hey, hey man. So, yeah, it was, it was good having this lengthy chat yep. with with all y'all about the stuff that we're passionate about. Uh, we'll try and have another episode soon. It's been done, done down to about one a month. But yeah. That's we're busy. We're busy adults. We're busy, and it's mostly me. I, I work I work my tail off at my main job, so I'm a terrible person. I'm a terrible, terrible, terrible nerd. No, you're not. Uh, but uh, let's stop here. Yeah. Um, good luck on the path. I'm Ryan. I'm Brian. This has been the Snurgans Podcast. Nerds Nerds out. Would you like to donate to starving children in Africa? (laughs) I'm sorry, I can't. I'm sorry, what? (laughs) This man doesn't want to donate.